She's back. Welcome I'm back, back to Thanks for Your <laughs> I'm alive. Happy to hear it. I didn't give too much detail because I thought I'd let it, sh- you know, let you share why you were gone um, if you want to. But yeah, she's you back. made me sound like I was dying, but like low key, I was. <laughs> Yeah, so a quick update. It turns out that when you like really stress your body out, it really lowers your immune system for prolonged stress. And you can actually get yourself really sick when that happens. So essentially, I gave myself something kind of like strep. So this used to happen to me in college all the time where I got Mm. like really bad like bronchitis or like tonsil, like just issues with my tonsils all the time. But this was like aggressive. So I went to urgent care. They I tested negative for strep, but they were like, "Ah," but like it looks like strep, you know, I couldn't eat. It was like I had pain everywhere. And I had like, a weird type of pimple thing kind of by my lips. So I was like, I have monkeypox. And they're like, it's not monkeypox. And I was like, hey, then what the fuck is it? They're like, "Mm, yeah, we don't know. Urgent care just gave me stuff for strep. And then here I was battling strep and this pimple manifests into more and more and more. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? So I go to the ER because I still feel like shit. And now there is stuff inside of my mouth. Now, this made it super difficult for me to eat. So essentially, I didn't eat for like a week. Jesus. <laughs> it was painful. I go to the ER and they're like, "You bitch, you got the shingles, all right? What, what the fuck are the shingles, first of all? I haven't heard of the shingles like in a really long time. I thought this mm-hmm. was something old people get. So yes. Since um, I was so stressed out that my immune system went so low, 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 low to the floor, uh, I gave myself the shingles. It lives in your body. It is dormant from the chicken pox. And it can curl up when your immune system's really low. So that's basically <laughs> what happened to me. <laughs> Girl, you need to take a sabbatical. You need to take some time off. I guess you already did. Yeah, I was out for like 10 days straight. Like I was not well, emotionally, mentally, physically, none of the above. (laughs) Well, you're feeling better. You seem high energy. Listen, I don't like, honestly, I don't know how I'm doing. I was like by myself in a room for 10 days feeling like I was dying. And I went through a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. (laughs) And I still haven't like integrated back to society just yet. So you know, when you are like extra weird, because you've been like with your by yourself, yeah, thoughts with a cat. And like, you know, I am fully on verbal tones with this cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Conversations with this cat. No one's going to stop me from talking. And that's another thing. That's why I didn't do the podcast. I couldn't talk. It hurt to talk. And you know me. I love to fucking hear the sound of my own voice. So, yeah, yeah it was rough. It's okay. Baby, we're back. Better than ever. Ready to well, party. Well, that's good. I'm happy that you're... Fe- I was worried you were going to die. I don't know. You know me and my anxiety. I was like, oh, my God. Hopefully, she survives this. If you guys haven't listened to last week's episode, we did it with my cousin. It was fun. Yes. It was cool. But I'm excited to have you back. You know, it podcast host extraordinaire. You know, the vet who knows how everything goes, you know. So I'm excited to have you back. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Ian, for um, pulling pulling the weight that I left behind. I really enjoyed the episode. It was cool to listen when I don't speak. Um, right? Did yeah, vibe? I was listening and I was like, Ella, how can you maneuver watching TV and playing two different games? And I was like, talk about disassociation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I do it like all the time, but like honestly, I'm more of an audio person anyways. So like a lot of the times I've just gotten used to just listening to shows. So and depending on the show, you don't need to fucking watch it. Like, do I really need to hear watch the real world? Like, no, I can listen to the real world and do two different games. And they're not at the same time. It's just like I wait for this game for this because I'm trying to not spend any money on it. It's all a juggling act. But I've actually avoided doing that recently. I've tried to check my myself i'm trying to become like a high performance human being i've been trying to be really focused and it's doing pretty good actually yeah you're doing well yeah i'm actually doing fucking fantastic okay you guys i have a fun little story so i went to the killers right yeah front row baby front row to the killers and when you're front row did you mosh or what no i i was front row like front row seats I'm oh, old. She's a lady. I, yeah, I'm old. I don't do the floor thing anymore. Um, but you gotta walk through the Kraken locker room to get to these seats, and Ooh. I felt so VIP, so cool. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been having like a lot of like big feelings lately because my life is really dope. But I kind of want to make it doper and be like less lazy uh i slip into laziness really easily and like i'm really just trying to like just be a little bit more disciplined like i'm probably the least disciplined human being i really just want to fucking sit around and do nothing but i at the same time i also like want to be a mega superstar you know (laughs) and I, i aspire you know i hear about people working hard and i'm like oh that's so great i wish i could do that and i could do that i just choose not to so yeah i feel like it's long enough that i've recovered from burnout from college that i can just get back on it a little bit and what i just mean by that is like I'm the type of person who like goes to the gym after work. You know, all these girlies that have like five to nines or or what is it like five to nine or nine five five wait yeah they're like five to nines and it's either you're working or it's either you're doing stuff from five a.m. in the morning to nine p.m. at night or after work from five p.m. at night to nine p.m. at night and you know I applaud you for that shit. That's like just not me. Usually my typical day is like work, working out making dinner and then sitting on my couch watching bad television for like six or seven hours. So I'm just trying to break that habit a little bit less TV, a little bit more meaningful things to do with my life. So girl, you know, it all starts like that. And then suddenly it's a balancing act. And then you give yourself the shingles. So, you know, keep an eye. You You got to keep a balance. balance. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's, it's funny that you mentioned the discipline thing because when my parents came to visit me in December, we watched what's the name of that movie with the Serena Williams sisters and the dad, and it's like their story. King Richard, King, King Richard, and my dad turns to me and goes, "Imagine if you put this level of discipline and dedication to like you're talented, like you could do something with it, like with it." And I was like, "He's right." <laughs> I well, felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, no, but he's right. Like, no, if I really is. put that much discipline into like, like growing as a designer, into growing as an artist, like I-, I could really go somewhere, you know, and that really resonated with me. And I think that's why I've been like busting my ass. But yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a balancing act. Well, I'm just, you know, the discipline thing was so hard for me because like, I was like, literally, like, there's a point in my life where I'm just trying to, like, keep myself alive, you know, as in, like, 
feed myself, keep myself clean, keep my area. And I used to take up so much of my energy that like I didn't have time to do other stuff. But now I feel like I'm mentally in the place and money in the place where like I don't have to have fucking two jobs to try and like pay for rent and stuff like that, where I'm in a mental place where I can actually focus on something like discipline, which it takes a lot of emotional capacity and dedication but it's always something that I've never liked about myself well not never liked about myself I'm an ideas kind kind of gal like I will have 10 bajillion ideas but I'll execute on zero of them because (laughs) that's just not how I am you know so I need to like work on the execution part of these like great ideas um and I'm trying to do that by like just having a disciplined day like I'm not drinking anymore really which is a big part of this you know it just like created more time in my schedule now um yes yeah you guys this is like new me I have about like there's like 15 weeks until new year's and so I'm like why don't I try for like three months and then we'll see like either this will be my lifestyle or at January 1st when usually people are making like big changes I could be like dude I tried for 15 weeks and it fucking sucked and I'm not happy (laughs) then I'll be like okay cool I'll give it up I don't think it's gonna suck but probably not I'm with you with the journey I I'm gonna do the reverse I'm gonna do the flippy I'm gonna take some time to myself Hey, we're all on our own things, you know? Yeah, yeah. I We're, we're all on different journeys. But here right. we are together at last. All right. Should we start the episode? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. This week, we're talking about something very close and personal to me, and we're talking about feeling lonely and isolated. Yes. This is coming at a good time for you. You've had to have a lot of time in forced isolation, which is a little bit different than other types, but I thought it was cool, and I have, I think we're looking over, you know, being alone and how to cope and how to not be alone and all those big feelings, so I'm excited. So you've been alone most recently. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I'm literally so dramatic that I had to think of like, how can I make this about me, you know? And it's like, you're going to give yourself an illness that you're going <laughs> to yeah. uh, have to isolate yourself for. Yeah, overall, like feeling alone, I think can come at different times in your life, not only when you're like isolated, but like that can come when you're either surrounded with people like I've had times yeah. where I felt so alone and I had quote unquote like a bunch of friends a bunch of like people in my life that were there to like support me but I still felt lonely yeah sometimes the most alone I felt is in like a club or like a frat basement when you're surrounded by hundreds of people but yet you just feel so alone in that moment I definitely feel that like it's a feeling not necessarily like you actually being alone. Exactly. One of the biggest, I think, times that I've felt alone recently has been like moving, moving to a new city. God, that <laughs> that really tests yeah. Moving alone to a city where you don't have like family there or like a, like a set of friends. I obviously like I'm dramatic. So I really had a difficult time at the beginning of just being like, will I ever make friends again? Mm-hmm. You know, will people ever speak to me again? 
And that can be like a little bit scary just because even when people start speaking to you, you're not like super close ties with people. And having friends that aren't necessarily part of like your support system feels like shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's hard. Like you can't, you don't feel like you can reach out to them because you haven't like necessarily made those bonds with people and the people that you do have as a support system although you can call them and they'll be there for you they can be physically there for you it's interesting when you said like moving to a new city I felt like the opposite like when everyone else has moved and you're still in a place I don't feel like that in Seattle as much because honestly there's so much to fucking do I'm so busy that it's it's okay but when um we graduated from college I stayed like a year in our college town and that's probably when I felt the most alone was just because I felt like you know people are moving forward and moving on without you and just feeling like oh man like obviously like they weren't leaving you I don't know just like when you know you get don't get invited to a birthday party when you're in like elementary school it feels devastating and it feels like you're on the outs when everyone else is in the ins um and that was probably like the most alone I felt and even though I like had people there it wasn't like the same as it was before so it's just having to deal with like changes in your life and accepting it and not being sad about changes and honestly I didn't take being alone out there very well did not got super (laughs) depressed and one day broke down and fucking left okay I literally packed all my shit in the car and left in one with one day's notice because I was just like no I'm not doing this shit anymore that was also hard because of the city I will say you there's nothing in that place that is new and exciting after four years okay so yeah but guess what I moved to a new city and I still felt alone in a different way (laughs) You know, Uh, so it's like sometimes you do these crazy things like you're like, oh, I just need to move. And then this feeling is going to completely go away. And then it doesn't. And so you have to get to like the root of the issue. I agree with you. I I definitely have had those feelings, too. And it it has come sometimes when like when you're when you. When you're still surrounded, uh, coming coming back to like when you're surrounded with people like you do know, even when you if you move somewhere where your friends were there or you're technically like living with your family or something and you're still you're feeling like you're not connecting to those people anymore. And I think like that was a really big one for me. And that comes back to like feeling alone in a lot of social settings. I don't know if it was because like I used to think I had social anxiety. I might. I don't I don't really know how that if I outgrew that or if it was just situational. But I the feeling of like connection for me is like really important in order to feel like at peace somewhere. And when I don't feel like I'm connecting with anybody on any type of like basis that makes me feel incredibly lonely. I think like recently I've been put in situations where people are talking about moving and them wanting to live specifically in Manhattan, right? And I live in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And now it's by choice. Like, at first I had to. Like, there's no way I could afford Manhattan. Now it's more like by choice. I'm going to continue living in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And their conversation was just very like, oh, yeah, I want to live in this, like, artsy part of town. And when you talk about, like, artsy or, like, culture in Manhattan, 
you have to realize that you're paying at least like $2,000 to live anywhere, right? In a shoebox yeah. with roommates, like whatever, right? So there's a lot of privilege that comes into that. And for me, when I just like hear those conversations, it's like really hard for me to relate because it's like I moved here for culture and I, whenever I go to Manhattan, I'm like, this is just like Not very it. diluted, like very yeah. like there's wealthy people and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like when people talk about like this version of like New York, for me, like I can't, I can't connect with it at all. And it, it makes me feel like I can't connect with them on anything. And it's like really hard for me to like try to like get into it when I'm like, ugh, they just like they're chasing something so different from like what I consider that you know like yeah that that like misconnection for me is like so big and sometimes that makes me feel lonely it makes me feel like I can't connect with other people I it's funny you say that this is a little bit of a tangent but I was watching real world yesterday and some <laughs> dude from New York said some like literally blatantly racist shit and he was like oh, I, I just cannot believe that you would say that that was racist like I I live in Spanish Harlem and he's you know <laughs> but he this is the same dude who had to join the Aryan Brotherhood when he went to jail so I was like do you choose to live in Spanish Harlem or is that where like you kind of have to be right now you know what I'm saying like yeah but I thought that was really funny but yeah that thing about connection about like people just seeing things differently than you or trying to I don't know they're chasing after something that you just don't feel a connection to yeah. And this has happened to me with people I'm like actively friends with. And I really have to rethink like, do I like these people? Do I still connect with these people in the way that I used to connect? And for me, like, that's a big one, because I form like really big attachments to people. Mm -hmm. But and it's hard to like, sometimes let some people go. But if you're not making connections with the people that are surrounding you, it just makes you feel more isolated. So sometimes you have to distance yourself from people a little bit and able to have time to form other connections. Yeah, I think I'm good at the distancing part. I need to work on the forming other connections part, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I feel like a totally, I don't know, I just feel like a very different person. And sometimes it's just hard to like, find friends that like you can actually connect with instead of like fake friends that like mm -hmm. like for instance I'm pretty sure if I started doing hot yoga hot yoga again every morning I would make friends because that's actually like a really good way you go to the same place same time every day you make friends mm -hmm. some people who like to do yoga like our you know our white spirituality babes just rub me the wrong way <laughs> so it's like do I really want to be friends with those people no offense like we love you yogis but there's some people that take it a little bit too far um you know who you are anyways uh, so sometimes I try to figure out like how do I build genuine connections with people yeah yeah that's something I think like <clears throat> Obviously, I was sick, and that can make you feel really isolated because I was literally contagious. So I couldn't, I couldn't like hit people up. I wasn't contagious to the point where people couldn't come visit me. Like I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable going out into like a crowd of people, knowing that I could actively give somebody the chicken pox. You know, like right. I don't want to ruin their day by giving them the chicken pox. Their life, but, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you never know. yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to do that. But like most people have had chicken pox, so for, I haven't. You haven't had the chicken pox or the vaccine? I had the vaccine. 
Yeah, see, you'd be fine. So for me, it was like, obviously, I don't have like that many homies in New York. But like, even people like in Seattle, they try to like call me, they checked up on me, you know, and it's like, sometimes I feel like, damn, like the people that are legitimately like the closest to me, like can't make an effort to like check up on me physically. Yeah, and they can't me, bring like, you soup or food or, you know. And for me, like quality time, I think is like one of my big like love languages. So that just like extremely like bummed me out. I was just like, I don't feel like I have support system here. And it just like made me rethink of like the friendships I've ha- I have here. And, you know, you can really like get in your head when you spend a lot of time like by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's something I just like really reflected with because I just like I I never felt like so lonely. Like when you are physically ill and yeah. you don't have like people to come like check up on you, it feels awful. It like really ten out of ten doesn't recommend. So yeah, so I would say like as a pro tip, if you have a friend and they feel bad or you know they're going through a tough time, like check in on them and I think in the flip side like you can always tell who your real people are in a tough situation or when you feel like lonely and isolated so there was a lot of a lot of reflection time but in that same kind of thought like because you're alone with your thoughts I think it's also kind of nice like when you're able to kind of step away from that situation because you can really like hyperfixiate on on something you know when you're like by yourself and you're not talking to other people So for me, that was important. It was like, I gave myself some time. I felt upset. I felt angry. You know, you go through a lot of shit. But then I also gave myself like a few days to just be like, let's just step away from the situation. Let's not like think about that anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure like once I regain, like I go back into society and I have more thoughts than just like, this is it. Because this is like so present in my life right now. Like, I will gain more, like, perspective on the situation. And, yeah, giving myself some time, like, definitely helped. I feel a lot better. I think there's conversations I need to have with people. I need (laughs) – but, like, other than that, because I'm reading this book on, like, attachment. It's called Mm -hmm. The Power of Attachment. And one of the big things is, like, that I think I could work on, too, is getting back to people. Like, I'm so bad at, like, texting back people. And, you know, like, people show their – love and affection in different ways and I think like if people are making the effort to talk to me I need to make the effort to talk to them because that might be the way that they like to communicate even though that's not the way like I like to communicate but in the same way I need to let people know like how I'm feeling in order for them to like know that I'm feeling that way or else they'll never know. Yeah. Um, And kind of like as a friend like this is what I would like to see from you and what I am also like willing to do for you and be there for you and this is the way I want you to be there for me because I just I I just felt like I wanted people to be there for me but at the same time I didn't want to ask them to be there for me I feel that well it's like it's good that you got some positive out of this I think like the longest time that I was alone like literally alone was when first winter break that I didn't go back home because I was like required to stay there for work and winter break is like like three or four weeks uh in college and no one's there because it fucking sucks like it's not like summertime where it's like oh yeah let's all drink together that no one's there 
Um, I no, spent like middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. You two can't go outside. Of, I couldn't drive by a car. Everywhere. Yeah. It was literally like two, three feet of snow. Like I literally had to like walk a mile to the grocery store once in the three weeks. So I had to like plan my shit out. <laughs> bulk up, bulk literally, up. <laughs> I bulked up and I walked to the one grocery store. Um, and I spent three weeks like basically by myself. Uh, the first week was like uncomfortable. Like I was very like antsy. Like what should I do? Da 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 da. And then by like week two, I was like, wow, this actually isn't that bad. You know, like I started doing things. I was like, you know what? I kind of feel like painting a picture. I haven't painted it in a while. I wrote poetry. I did like I just did a bunch of things that I wouldn't usually do because I had all this time on my hands. And by the end of the three weeks, I was like really proud of myself because I before any of that, I would say like I'm the most extroverted person. Like I always want to be out with other people to gain energy, you know, and I always was like, I want to be out, out, out with people, with people, with people. And then by the end of three weeks, I'm like, dang, actually, I kind of enjoy being able to sit here with myself and have a little bit of peace and quiet, sit by the fireplace and drink some tea and read a book. Like I so obviously, like we don't all have the luxury to go spend time with ourselves. But if you do get the opportunity, like you can house sit, you know, honestly, go house sit for a rich family in your city and then you get no roommates for like three weeks, you know, do something. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely a different experience when you're when yeah, when you're healthy and you feel well. Yeah, mentally and physically, because there's another struggle there when it's like you're mentally unwell. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I remember I I wasn't doing so hot mentally um, a few years back in college too. that town gave us a lot of trauma. But um, I just remember there was like a spring break and I like chose to be by myself. I told my parents I was working. I wasn't working. I told my friends I was doing something. I wasn't doing anything. I just knew that, like, I just needed some time to sit with my thoughts and to just, like, be. Yeah. And it was really fucking hard for the first, like, three days. Like, I don't think I've ever cried, like, that much. Like, it was just, like, tears after tears. And, like, I couldn't even tell you why I was crying. Like, I I was just crying. And then after that, I was like, oh, (laughs) I'm chilling. And you start, like, enjoying your time, like, by yourself again, like, most people generally like themselves. So if you like yourself, you like kicking it with yourself. Like I'm a whole lot of fun and entertainment. It does give you time to be creative. I thought it was pretty funny when I was like, dad, like, he's like, how are you doing? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling better, like a little lonely. He's like, this is a great opportunity for you to make some art. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not Frida Kahlo. I, she was in bed for like years. I've been in bed for like five days. So like, okay, I got, I'll be productive. Don't worry, dad. I'll make something, I swear. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's funny. But it does. It does give you the opportunity to kind of explore things that you like to do and build, build on that. I made some troll earrings. I They made me so fucking That's happy. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. I guess to kind of like wrap up the episode, just talking about, we've been talking a little bit about like how to combat feeling lonely. I think like obviously giving yourself time to meet some new people in your life and maybe not in situations where you have in the past, like you can have friends that you party with, but those are not going to be like your people unless you're actively like putting yourself, getting to know them, getting to really know them, like Mm -hmm. getting drunk with somebody, you're not really getting to know them. Like how much are you retaining from what they're saying? Like 
you I think you can see a lot of sides of people when you drink obviously because things come out but caring for a friendship takes a lot more work than that and Mm -hmm. getting to know somebody make sure that like if you really want to have a meaningful friendship with somebody invite them to do an activity a craft something maybe that's out of your comfort zone that they might like you can invite them to do something that's out of their comfort zone and they might like if you feel like you haven't found any people in your life that are willing to do this with hit me up (laughs) I love activities Activities are good. Yeah, activities are great. Definitely social media, I think, can make you feel lonely at times, but it really depends on how you're using social media. So make if you are really passionate about something, start making some content about it, anything. And believe me, the people will find you. Like now I have a little sewing community on TikTok and I talk to these girls and they're like, you inspired me to sew. And I'm like, yes, girl, get it. I was like, I'll send you patterns, you know. And that's how you really start growing a network of like and a community online if you're feeling up for it and you know if it's safe maybe meet them on the outside um but (laughs) yeah yeah this past week I went to I did something that like I was like "Eh, like we'll see like we'll just go and I went to Emerald City Comic Con for one day it was actually way more fun than I would have thought it would have been like I definitely is out of my comfort zone like I would say I'm like nerd adjacent like would not say I'm full-blown into comic-con related things but I went and I had a really fun time and then I ended up going into a Clask. it's k-l-a-s-k Clask tournament it is a board game air hockey with magnets kind of thing just look it up it's really big in Denmark highly okay. recommend highly recommend it so literally they had all of these boards out for you to play. I played one round and then they're like, hey, we're having a tournament in like 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I'll sign up for that. Spent like two hours making friendships <laughs> with this class community. I I almost beat the number third in the state. That was that was a real battle. OK, she was like, have you ever played this before? And I said once. And I think it hurt her ego just a little bit. But I had a lot of fun. I literally made some friends. Now I have they have a board game shop in Bothell that I can go to to make more friends. And this all started off with me deciding to go to Comic-Con on a whim because I was like, let me just put myself out there. So maybe try some new activities that you don't think you're going to like because you never know. <laughs> and if you hate it, don't add us. <laughs> I mean, you know, the ticket was $20, so it was like a $20 risk, and I ended up having more than plenty of fun. I had a great time. Um, I got to see a Power Ranger. He was actually in some of the Power Ranger movies. I met a tattoo artist. You know, we did a lot of, it was a lot of cool, fun shit. So that doesn't sound (laughs) like me. So put yourself out there. You know, go rock climbing, and maybe you'll find some rock climbing friends. Go golfing. Go on a walk. Who knows? Just do whatever. Yeah, just go do fun stuff. And then uh, I just want to say, like, when you're feeling on loan, focus on activities that you know you love and keep you fulfilled because, you know, trying new things is great. But on the flip side, you want to do things that, you know, are fun. And like, I would say, like, focus on low budget activities because, like, I know, like, I love going to festivals and raves, but that is like a high budget activity um, versus like going to see a movie. Very very low activity, like low energy. Um, So I'm able to feel soup after coming out of that. I feel really great because I had a lot of fun. I added value to my life, but I didn't use a lot of energy. So sometimes when you're alone, like 
you know, you can't muster up the energy to do a bunch of stuff. So just have like a short list of things that when you're feeling lonely or, you know, sad, just you have a short list of things you can do. I love that. Yeah. And just remember to reach out to the people that love you and that are showing interest in you. If you're also feeling lonely, I know sometimes it's hard to communicate and to let somebody know the way that you're feeling. Uh, but it can also be extremely beneficial if you let somebody know what you need from them. Plugs of the week. Okay, so for my plug of the week, I'm not doing a specific one. I am asking everybody to go to your local farmer's market, vendor's market, community market, anything, because there is a bunch of small businesses that pay for spots there. And they would love to sell you their goodies. And that way you can support locally and in your community. So get outside. It is almost like this is a season to go to farmer's market and like neighborhood markets. So go check them out. Go buy yourself a knickknack and support local businesses. All right. So my plug of the week is Jessica in the kitchen. And they it's basically a food vlog. But I'm trying to support BIPOC food blogs my biggest pet peeve is is, you know what i'm saying so we can get like some authentic (laughs) fucking flavors out here you know anyway so um yeah so you could go check them out jessica in the kitchen well sending lots of love and kisses and as always please go follow us on instagram at things number four your concern go subscribe go rate our podcast i know you're trifling as hoes haven't been rating the podcast and i need you to go to apple podcast right now get out your little iphone and spotify you can do it on both you can do it on both yeah you can do it okay and spotify Mm -hmm. too thank you it would help us out a lot we're so excited to have you back this week thank you so much and we hope to see you next week bye bye Thank you.